Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors Post Up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Finds Draymond over to Wiggins. Wiggins drives by James. Pass to the cutter and Peyton ghosting down the baseline. A two-hand slam for GP2. One step Curry got it out of the double team. The Warriors did a great job of making the, the Laker defense pay with quick ball movement and decisions. Gary Payton, the second, has put on the headset. He's got the towel over the headset, and he is ready to go. GP2, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm just great. Just great. You've been in the starting lineup now the last couple games you did it. Last year against Memphis, when you when Steve Kerr gives you that kind of call, how do you set yourself ready to start the game and to try to have an impact so quickly? Um, I know he just, you know, it's just sooner. I, I, I got I to gotta start sooner. Um, I got to, you know, spark some type of energy for us defensively or, you know, just running the floor, getting easy ones for us to keep going. So, uh, when you know, when he puts me in that, that first five, you know, it's just I got to get going early. D'Angelo Russell is a very crafty ball handler and, and shooter scorer. You know, how do you go about trying to slow that guy down and make him take difficult shots as opposed to letting him get easy shots? Um, just stay attached to him, you know, make it difficult for him. Um, don't let him, you know, create so much space. And uh, just stay attached and, you know, just uh, contest with a high hand and uh, stay to the body and, you know, make it tough for him. How much do you try to be just a pain in the butt? You're, you're leaning on him in the full court. You're chasing him down in the full court. You're just always around. I mean, how much of that mentally do you think play on somebody? Because I know as an offensive player, I sure wouldn't like it. Yeah, you know, if you watch a little UFC, you know, when they when they put the body on the cage, yep. you know, that kind of way it wear them down. So I took a little bit out of UFC. Shout out to the UFC. But uh, I just try to wear them down, you know, just put another body on them, you know, make them work. Always takes energy. There's no doubt about it. It must have been fun to play a first quarter without having to jet for a tunnel tonight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a rally last night, uh, the other night in L.A. I had I had to throw up and, and come rally, so oh, it, was, it was it was all good after that. What would you have for lunch? I had a, I had some, some salmon. We'll oh. never, won't never do it again. Oh, I uh, ran for the tunnel, too. I'm about to let it go at yeah. half court, I'll be honest with you. No, it was all good, though. <laughs> By the way, I saw I saw you use your leverage, a little UFC thing on the, on Davis when he came down the floor. You had to pick him up. I saw that UFC leverage. Yeah, I, yeah. I had to slow him down some type of way, some type of way. He was trying to get to the paint, so I, I had to. <laughs> hey, well, congratulations, man. Yeah, and let me tell you this, uh, GP2, you're 27 minutes to play tonight, 13.6 boards, and you were the best plus-minus guy on the floor for either team. Plus 25. Job well done, man. Thank you, guys. Job Congrats, well done. See you guys on Sunday. Absolutely. All right. All right. The, the first thing is that for game six, the time is 7 o'clock on Friday, 6.30 with the pregame show. So make sure you put that one down. 7, uh, 7 o'clock tip, 6.30 with the pregame show. So that's that. We are told uh, by those in the know that uh, Chris Haynes, who reports for uh, TNT, has reported that uh, Anthony Davis had to be wheeled out in a wheelchair and is undergoing some further tests. So, um, you know, he took a, a whack in the head inadvertently from Kevon Looney, and, you know, people forget just how big Kevon is. He's a big man. And so um, uh, Davis escorted away in a wheelchair for further evaluation, according to Chris Haynes, and hopefully he is okay. So. 
but apparently uh, Darvin Ham has said in his post-game press briefing that he seems to be doing really good already and has saw him in, in the locker room, so that's good. Yeah, you don't want that. No, you don't want you, that. You want everyone to be healthy and then the best team best team wins. Uh, we've had enough enough injuries exactly. in the postseason already. I mean, you look at the other playoff series and this may be, is this the only one left where we haven't really had injury factors, right? I mean, Miami, yeah. New York, hero, yeah. is uh, out. Uh, we already had Giannis out. We had Chris Paul out. Embiid's been and out. And the other one, and Embiid's, Embiid's been out. Yeah, so this is the only one. Yep. So let's keep it that way. Let's just keep it that way and let the best exactly. team uh, let the best team win. Uh, I've had enough of injuries in the postseason, but I, I just thought really nice. Really nice performance by the Warriors. I love the first half. I love the ball movement, the player movement. I love the fact that Steph didn't get 30 shots. He got 24. Steph wasn't even that efficient. He had 27 on 24. But when you really needed him, at the end when the uh, Lakers were trying to make a push, he had three buckets. And it was just a three and then a couple. Steph, give me a bucket. And he got two buckets out of that he didn't shoot particularly well three for 11 uh but but gary payton four for five so he had 13 points on five shots andrew wiggins 25 points on 18 shots draymond green 20 points on 11 shots so the guys you would expect clay thompson and jordan Poole, maybe to be the guys they had a combined 21 shots on or 21 points on 26 shots so i love the fact that wiggins Draymond, Gary Payton were guys that pitched in offensively, and it wasn't all on staff. That, that's who they are. That's who Wiggins can be. Seven rebounds, and he even had five assists. That's not something Man. that Andrew Wiggins does very often is playmake. So just a, just a heck of a game by him. And, and, and the Lakers didn't really have that guy that had that game. Uh, they had guys pitch in. Reeves, Russell had 15 each. Schroeder had 14. Uh, I wonder if the one adjustment they may make, and the adjustments we've seen so far in this series are uh, uh, lineup related, I wonder if they might just start Hachimura for Vanderbilt to get a little more offense in there. Because uh, Hachimura's defense is pretty good. It's not as good as Vanderbilt. And I love Vanderbilt. I just don't think this is the series for him. Uh problem with that is they probably want to have Hachimura in there for the minutes that Anthony Davis doesn't play, but they've kind of played Vanderbilt off the court. He really doesn't have much of a role the way they're, uh, the way they're using him. So, one, I said get, uh, get one game three times. Now let's get one game two times. Down to two. Well, the upcoming broadcast brought to you by Ticketmaster Game 6. That's the only one we know for sure, and that's Friday night, 7 o'clock, 6.30 the airtime. Uh, Tommy will be on assignment. And uh, Jim Barnett, we're going to bring Jim out of the bullpen, so to speak, and uh, get him ready to go, dust it off, ready to go. And uh, Jim Barnett will be with me in L.A. So. Now, you know what another good sign is? They didn't dominate the three-point line. Nope. 13 to 10. That's it. But they had 50 points. The Lakers 52. That's fine. And I, I'd have to go back and look. There might have been a couple scored in uh, in garbage time. But that's really good. And they shot a nice percentage, 25 for 41. So you're looking at, what is that, 60, 
somewhere right around around there. So that was good. Second chance points, 18 to 10. Nice. Turnovers, 14. They scored 20. Eh, 16 turnovers. Again, that's at the top range. That's at the top end of the range, 16. You can live with it. You'd like to lower that by maybe three turnovers. But they turned it over 14 times, and you got 20 points. So at least that was a wash. They didn't hurt you on the offensive glass. Again, the three-point line was uh, your plus nine, so kind of a wash. But you had five more shots in them. Uh, and the free throws, dead even. 15, wow. 15. Wow. Yes, that that was big. That's they out, huge. Yep, they outscored it by two points. And yeah. I don't even care if you outscore them by one point. If you, I mean, if you get the same amount of attempts as them, that is an absolute win. And even if you're within five attempts of them, yes, I think it's a win. I would Warriors. agree with you. Yep. Now, Draymond, with his uh, four assists tonight, which is a low number for him, averaging about eight, eight during this series, pass to Jerry West, 16th on the playoff all-time assist list. Think about that. Draymond Green passing Jerry West on an assist list. And sixth yeah. t- time in his career, 20-10 and 10 game in the playoffs. Last time it happened was in 2019 at Portland. Wow. 20 points and 13 boards. And uh, our friend Steve Kerr. 99th career playoff coaching victory ties him with Red Auerbach for seventh on the NBA playoff all-time coaching win list. He should light a cigar. He should. In honor of uh, that, that but, feat. But I think he's more in tune with your victory celebration. He's probably cracking open a cerveza. Right about yeah, you know what he told me? He went to Margaritas this year. Yeah, yeah I heard he about went that. to Margaritas. He said, uh, I, I, I don't know, maybe it's a keto or gluten. I don't know what the hell he's doing. It's Jimmy Buffett. But I don't know. It's Jimmy yeah. Buffett. Wasting just, away. Yeah, he just decided to go, he decided to go to Margarita. He was driving him crazy. He's wasting yeah. away at Margaritaville. Like he said in the press conference, oh. he goes, yeah, when we turn the ball over 20 times or turn over 10, I'm still going to have a margarita. So I'm not really going to celebrate just because we had a low turnover, uh, low turnover game. So yeah, look, this is where you wanted to be. Not 3-2, but 3-2 after being 3-1. And you watch. You watch the stories tomorrow. Oh, yeah. The narrative kind of like, oh, oh, wow. Like, and this isn't a shock. They were eight-point favorites in this game. They were expected to win this game. Well, and again, the, 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 there's been two blowouts and two really close games, and the Lakers won both close games. Mm-hmm. And then the Warriors pulled away, and this one just controlled this game. It wasn't a blowout. Yeah. So this series has been really kind of dead even. And 3-2 at this point could have been Lakers 3-2, could have been Warriors 3-2. Okay, it's 3-2 now. Now you go go and play. But I will say this, you know, not, not for LeBron and, and not for certainly Anthony Davis, but I'm always looking in a playoff situation like this where the, the pressure shifts. And I look at the role players on the team where the pressure is on. What happens to them now? And I think that's, that's, the, that's the thing that, that really, uh, I think, can be a difference maker in a, in a tight playoff game where one team is like, oh, we don't want to have to go back, say, in this case, to Chase Center. You know, what happens to those role players and how do they play? And, yeah. and so that's going to be interesting to see. So It will be. Uh, I, I do think it will help that they're home. Oh, yeah. Because usually role players help uh, play a lot better at home. Does this surprise you? Because this really surprises me. Uh, and this is from Josh Dubow, the AP. He said that FanDuel uh, opened the Warriors as a one-and-a-half-point favorite in game six. That's very surprising. <laughs> now, 
that could be not exactly sure where Anthony Davis' status is. Right. Because in the first two games, they were three, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think maybe in game four is two-and-a-half. But the Lakers were favored in both of those games. So I'm assuming that has something to do with the status of Anthony Davis and maybe the uh, the line will adjust once his uh, his status is known. But that did, that did surprise me. Uh, a little bit. But, look, even if it's two or three, they, what they're expecting is a close game. And that's exactly what we got in game four. Yep. Right? A, game, a, a shot here, a shot there. The one that Steph missed at the end, not the three, but the one before that, that was in and out. Yeah. That rattled. In and out. In yeah. and out. And if yeah. that goes, it's, I mean, we're talking. But that's the game. That's that's playoff basketball. you got to hit those shots. If you don't hit those shots, then you lose. You find a way to hit those shots, then you win. So, I'm excited. I can't wait till uh, till Friday. Well, the playoff corgi is is on track now. Have you seen that? I have seen the playoff. <laughs> I love corgis anyway. He is on track so far. So far. Although the playoff corgi picked Milwaukee too. Well, he couldn't see what was coming there. <laughs> He's like, well, how can he see this thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's selective, selective judgment. Oh, that music, selective the, the corgi. judgment. Remember the octopus that used to pick the World oh, Cup? Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Pa- R.I.P. Oh, he passed away. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, oh, octopuses wow. don't live that long anyway. Really? They, they, yeah, they live a year or two. So, uh, But he was really good in the World Cup. But I'll tell you what. I'm never taking my money and betting it on an octopus. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I'd rather just lose it myself. What the octopus pick? All right, yeah, give me a couple hundred on that one then. Give me Germany. Octopus likes Germany. Cool. Give me Germany plus one forty. Oh, <laughs> we'll see. The corgi has the Warriors winning the next uh, two games, and and that's why I said even at three one, I'm like this thing is not over. It, the dynamics change when you get two at home. As opposed to two on the road, like if you're down three one, you got to play two on the road. That's that's, that's tough. Hard. That's, that's hard. really really yeah, tough. That's really brutal. Because not only are you uh, not the better team because they have the higher seed, but now you got to go to their place twice. So that that's tough. But when you have like the Warriors did against Oklahoma City, five and seven at home, you feel like let's just get this one, this one, and then the pressure kind of shifts over to them because they don't want to come back. For Game 7. And not to say the Lakers couldn't win Game 7, but the Warriors would definitely be favored in that one. Uh, and it, it, psychologically, I always enjoy the the psychology of a seven-game series and just kind of watch it move back and forth and every game you win. And, oh, that team's in trouble. And, uh-oh, they're in trouble now. Like, you watch. If Boston wins tomorrow, it's going to be, oh, my gosh. Philly had a chance to close it out at home, and now they got to go back to Boston three-three. Whoa, no! It, it, it just—it is. It's so much fun to watch it go back and forth in the swings of a uh, of a seven-game series. So uh, Friday is going to be a lot of fun. Who um, who is your electrifying player of the game? Uh, how about Gary Payton? Gary Payton. Gary Payton was fantastic. Plus uh, twenty-five. Yeah, tremendous plus-minus. Tremendous. Defense, no salmon tonight, uh, so no issues with that. Uh, no having to chip Monk into the tunnel. So, well done. 
He's my electrifying player of the game. <laughs> so we got Chipmunk in. We got the other word in the pregame. Yeah. Oh, we got show. it all the way. We got yeah. a lot in. We wedged a we lot did. in tonight, Tim. We did. We did. Uh, <laughs> Gary Payton, our electrifying player of the game, brought to you by Toyota. Class-leading MPG and more hybrid models than any other brand. Toyota, let's go places. So Here's the great thing about that, though. Yes. I could have picked three Warriors. Easy. Yeah, easy. Wiggins would have been one. Wiggins would have been yep. one. Draymond, oh, Draymond uh, would have been one. But you could always pick Steph, but Steph would have been fourth on the list. So when you when you have to go to the fourth player to pick your electrifying player to get to Steph Curry, you know it's been a really good night for the Golden State Warriors, and they're going to need more of that. I think, I think it gives them more confidence, too. Like, hey, this is what we have to do. This is who we are. It's not Steph-dependent. It's not 30 shots for Steph and just watch him work. Everyone's got to work. Everyone's got to get it done, and I hope we'll see more of what we saw in the first half uh, against uh, the Lakers in Game 6. The Warriors won tonight by 15 with Thompson, Curry, and Poole combining to shoot 6 for 23 from 3. Yeah. That just shows you what you're pointing out, that this was a team win. Absolutely, and it it started early. It started early. You, You look at what Steph did early in the game, and he he wasn't forcing it. Uh, they had eighteen was seventeen assists in the first half. Uh, cut that down a little bit. I'm just trying to look real quick at my first quarter stats here. Steph took two shots in the first quarter. Two. Yeah. Wiggins took three. Draymond took four. Clay took seven. Poole took four. Moody took three. And only one person who played took fewer shots. Oh, two. Divincenzo didn't have any. Only played a minute. Uh, Gary Payton played six minutes, had one shot. So that's what I'm talking about, that everybody, again, the Democratic offense, where it's not just let's get it to him and he's going to have the ball in his hands the whole game. Uh, the hell? Is that Matthew McConaughey at midcourt? It is. It is. All right, all right, all right. How did he How did he get that type of access? <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, yeah sure. shirt's on. Yeah, Shirt's on. Hey, is Ravina down there? No, it's not Ravina. Get him a get him a microphone. Get him over here. Yes, really. Let's have another guest. Post game exactly. guest. Yes. <laughs> Let's uh I'm surprised my daughter's not down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Apparently he had Hey a look, nice... he's so good looking, I might go down there. <laughs> <laughs> You kidding me? <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh. Uh, big Hook'em Horns guy. Yes, he is. Big UT lives, guy. Lives he gave the Hook'em Horns sign yep. when they showed him on uh, showed him on camera. I, I know he loves his uh, Texas Longhorns. So yeah, he's a he's a Texas guy through and through. So. And you know what? You gotta love a guy that is as big a star as he is. That's just sitting up up amongst everybody else. Doesn't have to be courtside. You know, just up there with everybody else. Maybe having a beer, join the game. That's a fan right there. Yeah, he's down there. I believe that's his son there, and they're just throwing little, uh, little uh, sort of like a nerf foam ball. Balls, yeah, yeah, foam little, balls off the backboard, yeah. trying to hit shots here. So <laughs> that's wow. classic. Wow, wow, wow. He's like, yeah, we'd like to go shoot around. There's no balls. Do you have yeah. any little ones? Yeah, I'll just take those. I'll just go shoot around with those. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, this was the place to be tonight. So, nice job, Tommy. We'll see you, you on uh, Sunday. PJ Carlesimo over here. PJ, you, you you know what? You were you were the best-looking guy in the house until Matthew McConaughey walked in. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry he bumped you. I'm sorry he bumped you. 
<laughs> see you, PJ. <laughs> uh, uh, he, PJ's so good. Always he love to see awesome. PJ. I, yeah, I love talking to PJ, talking hoops and all that. He was in there before the game looking, goes, you know any Chinese restaurants that stay open late oh, around here? He's I was like Chinese. He, he keeps going Chinese on me. He is the best. He he has he knows a restaurant in every college and pro town <laughs> in, in the United and States. And I doubt he pays. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. yeah. And he just just he's he's uncanny. He found a good Italian restaurant on the Riverwalk in San Antonio. Did he really? Yes, he did. Oh my! God. I didn't know one existed. <laughs> I didn't know where it was either. We kind of walked around this corner, and all of a sudden, bang! There's this little restaurant. It's way off the main track, but it's on the Riverwalk. I was like, what? How that, did you find this place? That's amazing. Oh, that is so cool. He is just, the, he, you know, he comes from a uh, you know basketball family. His dad was a huge uh, basketball coach and, and uh, helped out with the NIT and, and all that back then. That's back really the day, cool. So. Yeah, he's, uh, he's just super cool. I always love talking to him. Part of those. I mean, th- there was, just really quickly, he yep. was part of a group. Maybe the most colorful and cast of characters as coaches in, in college basketball ever in those original Big East guys. Oh. Lou Karasaka, yep. Roly Massimino, yep. John Thompson, yep. PJ. Yep. Uh, before PJ was uh, Raftery at yep. Seton Hall, who was amazing. And then, uh, God, who else? Uh, Jim Beheim. Beheim you know, was, was there. Yeah. Was so, yeah. Uh, Patino there at any point? Yeah, he was a Providence later. He was later, yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. funny you mentioned that. I know we got to run, but so remember when they had the uh, requiem, requiem for the Big uh, Big East? One of the best 30 30s yeah, ever. Awesome. ever. Yeah, awesome. So we had him on to talk about that, and he said the coaches' meetings before the oh, yeah, season right. were, ama- <laughs> were amazing. <laughs> they were just amazing. Uh, like that, he goes, that was a spot that if anybody had any grievances, that's where you air it out. If you wanted to yell, you wanted to get it off your chest, oh. you wanted to talk about stuff. That's where. But they said, and who was the commissioner? Dave Gavin. Dave Gavin, yeah. Dave Gavin. So he said, genius. once we get out of here, we're united. Yeah. We're not getting on each other. We're not uh, We're not talking about recruiting. We're not whatever. It's, it's, it's done. You get it off your chest here, and then when we come out, we are a united front. We're all about Big East basketball. And for those people of our age, there was nothing better than Big Monday. Big Monday was incredible. So Dave Gavin came down and and I, I was hosting a banquet. He was the main speaker, so I had put him on. While I was doing a talk show then, and I asked him about that. And he said one of the tricks he would do was if two guys were really mad at each other, two of the coaches, he'd make them pair up to go play golf, put them in the same cart. Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So and they PJ had to sit there that, yeah. and talk for four hours. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I, I would have I would have put a camera on the Bayheim Thompson cart. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> that guy punched my player. Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I remember PJ saying that he, he just kind of like listened to everything because he was one of the newer coaches. He said those were amazing. He goes, yeah. I wish I could share with you word for word, yeah. uh, but we're on radio, so I can't. And we're on radio and we have time. I got to go home and pack. You do. I do. I got to go, not... go home and not pack. But, yeah, thank uh, you. Thank you about did... that. But I will see you Sunday. Yeah, uh, that's Tom's parachute opening over there. Yes, there it is. You hear Tommy? He's calling it. He's, he'll see you Sunday. I'll see you see Sunday. Sunday. There you go. You and Gary Payton. I will wow. see yeah. you Sunday. Sunday. How about right. this? We just make a promise to each other. We're both going to show up Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll be even like Mahanahe and his if, dad just shooting hoops down there by himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even if nobody's here, let's call a yeah. fake. Let's call a fake game. Oh. Alan Brown's got next. Oh, oh man. We are best broadcast ever. Oh man. All right. See you Sunday. That's Tom Tobert. I'm Tim Roy.